This is Half Glass Podcast. For a seven-year-old with a skin condition, you got a lot of courage. Is a knife in the back a natural cause of death? One. I'm just, I'm eating the dirt. (laughs) I just zoned out for like five fucking minutes thinking about him pooping. Welcome to Ravnica, everyone. I'm your host and guild master, A.A. Cray, and I'm here with Dietrich Heiss. Princess Lowe, warrior underwater. Chris Ogden. Sir Sunaj, the brave, knight of the new order, goddess of women's dreams, hero of Grigon, the meat cannon, the magic shitter, the metagamer, the undistracted, father o' banana bread, the necessary lion. The Fallen, the master of third-degree burns, the shaft hustle champion, the survivor of many things, the scry guy, the polar parrot, the slayer of Bandor, the owner of a raccoon sometimes, the immovable bod, the res- the Rekos rescuer, the long-winded, and the planeswalker. You kind of messed up on the Rekos one. Do you want to yeah, take that from take the Take it again. Or, uh, take it. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Thomas Williams. Ling Ling! Awesome. All right. Uh, we're out of time. We're done. Oh, we don't. And that's all, folks. Thanks for joining Jesus us. Jesus Christ, we're out of time. Uh, yeah. Uh, th- uh, I'd like to uh, uh, just shout out, uh, Dietrich. Uh, you want to give us a recap of what happened last episode, our uh, season one finale? Absolutely. Dawn breaks in a new world. We emerge from a cave victorious after conquering many a foe and having some inner strife in our team conflict. After the conflict was resolved, sadly, with the disappearing of our close and personal friend Lyga, we continued on. We journeyed for several days through a barren wasteland, through a rotting forest, and all while being accompanied by a flail snail and an elk. Yes, our very own Snowball and Barry Two White transformed once again. And this time into something a lot cooler. So, you know, we have that to show for it. As we moved into Grigon, we got welcomed with a hero's welcome. Of course, Princess Lo knew nothing of what was going on, but the heroes of Grigon were well received, and their newly liberated friends found jobs, employment, and were welcomed into the more warmer community than perhaps last time we left. Unfortunately, we weren't able to do anything for our bartender friend, and he still suffers from the chills. But we venture on. Tarmac, Ling Ling, Sunaj, and Princess Lo ventured towards a place that none of them have ever been before. That would be Crosden. Of course, in Crosden, they saw someone they kind of expected to see. Harry, Heritar, the Knight of Gladiae, the Fearsome Warrior, and a servant of Meta? Yes, he had been serving Meta, and now that this was finally fully revealed, we come face to face with Meta, who exposes himself as Asmodeus. (gasps) We immediately get into a fight with the entire Order of Knights. Meta in a surprisingly generous gesture, opens a portal to another dimension to help us escape. Enter Ravnica. 
And now, we stand in the middle of a battlefield, cowering for our lives, as a large, trunked man stands over us. A giant trunked man jumped over top of you and landed right in between you and a minotaur that had been charging you. Ran right into the shield and the giant elephant man started to turn around. And as it did, you look forward to see this bipedal elephant. Oh, right. That's our new guest. Roger Williams, tell everybody what you look like and what you're doing as you turn around. Well... I will be Endronom, the Shield Saint. I am a 8-foot-tall, 400-pound Loxodon, which is an elephant person, a bipedal elephant, as our dungeon master has stated. Uh, it's fairly light and fair skin, uh, eggshell, eggshell white, if you will. Uh, my tusks are ivory. I have no hair, and my eyes are silver with flakes of gold within them. Uh, upright and proud due to my noble upbringing and the background of a soldier. I've been through years of combat and rigorous training. One of my tusks, however, is cracked from training as a child, and I wear a golden ring on that tusk to kind of cover the crack and mend the tusk to try and maintain it and keep it there. Uh, whenever I'm lost or distracted, you'll see me playing with it, and that's a, it's a nervous tick. Nice. Beautiful. You have a minotaur on the other side of your shield. Uh, what are you doing as you turn toward this group of people that just got charged by a minotaur? What is your purpose in the streets of Ravnica? Uh, we're looking for a friend. A friend? A specific one. And who might that be? Sir Gorham. The, I forgot his title, but he's Sir Gorham. Of what guild? Of the Knights of Gladiae, formerly. Formerly? Formerly. No guild I've ever heard of. He's a hero of Grigon. He's a very famous warrior in, in, the, in the land of Arkansas. Arkansas? Do you, do you know where you are? Uh, uh, you hear a knock on the shield behind you. What is it? <sighs> Let me have them. You listen here, Reckoner. These trespassers will answer... For planes walking into the city, they will be taken to Asperia. No questions. Roll a persuasion check. Five. <laughs> I have intimidating presence. I don't know. I'll let you use intimidate. Yeah, go ahead and roll with advantage and use intimidation. So I, I turn to the well party. This is going to hurt, guys. Uh, listen here, big man. I don't like your tone, and you need to watch yourself, or else. He can't see them, right? Like, the Minotaur can't see us, correct? The Minotaur is 10 feet. Oh, yeah, big boy. So He's we standing over the shield. shield. Yeah. Okay. He, but when he was running, he was, like, running head first. <laughs> I'm not afraid of him. Look. I am. I know you know these Orzhov scum from the heights. If you were smart, you'd let us take them and deal with them, rather than leading them to the Azorius. They've clearly said they're not from here, and there's only one explanation for that. Illegal planeswalking. They must answer for what they've done. Yes, we must answer for what we've done to whoever he's taking us to. He looks immediately at you. Listen, things, things could go bad here, or they could go very good. Now, we want them to go good. 
and you probably don't want them to go bad because because I will destroy you if you fuck with me. Silence, little man. Okay. I didn't say anything. Look. The Orzhov are too soft, and this planeswalker just threatened me. Yeah, we're not Orzhu. Are you one to tussle with a planeswalker? Roll an intimidation check with advantage. 14. <sighs> he turns around. Let's go, boys. And they kind of walk off in a direction. Don't say anything, little one. I didn't say anything. The other little one. I can't say that was much of a victory. We're still here with this buffoon. Well, you aren't dead. Ah, he wouldn't have killed me anyways. And how long are we to remain alive? Roger. Yes, sir. For your character, I need you to make an insight check for me. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll with advantage. That's a 15. So looking at them, uh, you sort of believe that they're all planeswalkers, but to your relief, they don't appear to be wearing any Orzhov signets or anything like that. But you do know that they need to go to the Senate Guild Hall to plead their case as... You're not supposed to use Planeswalker magic in Precinct 2. All of you need to come with me. We must schedule your court date for you to appear before Asperia. That sounds complicated. Less complicated than cleaning your dead body off the streets. That's a fair point. Why does every Bobby want to arrest us? It, it seems redundant at this point. I'm sorry. Why don't we just... Walk away and uh, not listen to him. I wouldn't recommend that if I were you. Is that the? Am I the only one that thinks this is? A, this Can is I roll a good an insight idea? to see if he'd be able to catch us? Yeah, go ahead. That's an eighteen. Oh. You know he'd probably be able to catch you. Mm -hmm. He's got some big legs, but those big legs move. And powerful bully. Okay. The legs are the strongest muscle. W what was your name again? My name is Endronom. Edron. Edrin, are you headed that way? And I point... Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Seems like we're going in the same direction. Why don't we just walk together? Perfect. Excellent. I immediately turn and start walking towards the city. Can I roll an insight to see uh, how attractive he is uh, and comparable to elephant standards? I would say uh, do a perception check for that, yeah. It's going to be a 20, not Ooh. net. As a uh, an elephant man, which you've never seen before, a Luxodon, he's all right. Hey. Right now, he's probably the most attractive one you've ever seen. That's right. But you haven't seen many. <laughs> As you guys start walking through the streets, you see... I just want to say, um, Lingling is not walking. He is on his 10-foot uh, elk. Ah. Good call. Barry too white. Okay, so you're on Barry Two White and your your snail. I'm walk. No, I'm walking next to the Loxodon. Oh, okay. I'm trying to like keep going to attempt to lead them through the city while also keeping an eye on the the tiny fish. I'm I'm not trusting the tiny fish whatsoever. I don't know any names yet. You know. As you're walking through these streets, you see these beautiful alabaster stone houses, uh, orderly surrounding the area. The people in this area mostly have humanoid forms, but appear to have a lot more features of cats, lions, and birds than they do human. One thing that the majority have in common is their sense of middle-class style. Uh, it's sort of like blue and white tunics or jackets, and then they're just kind of wearing breeches for the, the leggings. Everyone here does appear to be carrying a weapon, though. Andronam, you know the people of Whitestone to have ex-soldiers and workers who are just trying to sort of conclude their lives without too much drama 
uh, or really excitement. They do what they do and only come to arms when absolutely necessary, even though uh, they really haven't had to here in for quite some time. Many of them do happen to work in New Prov, where the Azoria Senate Guildhall is, and they aren't too fond of people who aspire to be richer or don't at least maintain their modest lifestyle. Or a modest lifestyle, I guess, for, for that matter. You guys are essentially walking the streets for a good part of an hour toward New Prov, and eventually you get to the stairs, which take another about 15 minutes to climb up. You, it takes about 15 minutes to ascend these stairs. To which you find a beautiful canopy. Very, very large. It's stone, easily 50 foot wide, with a long blue carpet that leads straight toward a large fountain. To each side of you are large buildings and guard towers that clearly clock to you as you made your way up the stairs. They oversee everything in this area, and Endronom, you would know that they would only allow you to basically come through here with all of these people because you and a few other Azorius guildmates actually started following with you. Uh, everybody go ahead and make a perception check for me, please. 16. 13. 11. It's going to go to my passive 14. Ling Ling. You sort of look out to the outer side of the canopy and you see as you guys are all walking toward this tall, austere structure. There are three giant triangular towering columns that almost cause this fountain area that you're walking toward to look like a massive shaft hustle arena. And Dranam, you specifically know that these columns each serve as the headquarters uh, for one of the three branches of the Senate. So you guys are basically making your way up to this fountain. I will do my best to make sure that you're all seen today and put before Asperia to resolve this matter. So to be clear, we are under arrest. I prefer the term detained. But yes, I would appreciate it if you would all cooperate so I can assist you in getting out of this matter as soon as possible. Hmm. Can I do some shopping while I wait? No. After. I will show you the city, and you can do all the shopping that you wish. You will personally show us the city? If Asperia deems it fit, I will do whatever I must. What if I gotta go potty? Shit yourself. So, you're, uh, you're walking toward the fountain, and as you get there, Endronom, you know as they walk into a fountain, like the specifically the fountain area, they will be teleported to the courtroom. So you kind of walk them right over to it and you guys see this like slight barrier. It looks like almost like a liquid floating plasma. It, it really does. It looks like a floating plasma. Like it's basically just a wall, but it looks like it's uh, like rippling like a liquid. You ever, you ever play Dark Souls? Like the fog wall, except, you know, gotcha. you can see through it. That makes sense. So like the when you see the heat rising off the pavement in the summer, kind of that effect. Yes, yes, yes. Very like ripply. But it's right in one spot that you guys can easily see right before the fountain. Looks like a fart in the wintertime. Probably. I don't... I that, that would be heat rising off a of pavement. Same thing. <laughs> Wait, I didn't get to say one, guys. Hold up. I want to... I'm, I'm thinking of one. <laughs> Will you hurry up? It looks like... Uh, yeah, it looks like... Um, it we might as like well just like pause for a couple ice. hours. Dietrich's trying to think. Yeah, hold up. I'm still trying to think. <laughs> Dang it. I... Oh. 
Okay, we'll circle. <laughs> All back. right, guys, I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick while he. Uh... <laughs> the easiest way to remember my name is Endronom the People Nom because I, you know, cannibal. He noms. We should specify. I just want to point this out specifically. Yeah. Uh, Roger and Thomas sound a shit ton alike. Uh, so you got to use context clues sometimes to figure out which is which. I'm I'm sitting here, and if I'm not looking at them, sometimes I get confused. We've had this problem Especially our entire we lives. We didn't have Roger introduce himself right off the top. We right. should just do a quick sound check for our audience. Thomas, can you say hello? Hello. And Roger. Hello. Can you? Okay. Now, Thomas, can you say I eat chicken strips every day, bitch? I eat chicken strips every day, bitch. Yeah, yeah. And now, Roger, Roger, can you say I slurp jizz off my? <laughs> No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I also eat chicken strips every day, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. That sums so it up. I hope that helped. To be fair, I I'm trying my hardest all, to sound like him. I, hope <laughs> I was someone out there. I was gonna say I really do think the only reason why I don't hear it is because I know them. Yeah, you've known us for so long. Yeah. But I I couldn't imagine what it's like for you two. <laughs> <laughs> we used it's to uncanny. answer each other's phones. It is absolutely Yeah, uncanny. we would answer each other's phones to fuck with people. It's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would so work on me. You walk them up to the fountain. What do you guys do when you get to the the like Ripley air in front of you? Uh, I want to mentally send a message to Ling Ling. Uh, so we're we're just going along with this, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know what choice we really have. You want me to seduce him? Yeah. Okay, so we got a plan. We'll have to uh, low know we're going to do that at some point. Yeah. Okay, uh, so I, I just go along with whatever he's guiding us to do. Okay. <laughs> I go up to the water and try to tell if it's actually water. Um, can I do a perception check on the on the wall? Yes, you absolutely can. Actually, give me an arcana check. Okay, uh, that's going to be a 19. Can I have advantage because it has something to do with water? Uh, it doesn't, actually. It it has to do with magic. Dang it. You can definitely tell that it is a one-way gate. It's some okay. type of uh, magical gate that basically takes you one way. Excuse me, sir. Is there something that's going to get us back? We've already gone through a one-way gate today. I really didn't plan on another. You will be returned to the city once we are done. Good. And can we get rough time frames? Uh, how does this work exactly? And what if what you decide isn't to our favor? What what are the assurances? What's the process? She talks a lot. Esperia is both fair worried. and just. The appropriate matters will be taken into her hands. The actions will be decided accordingly. Follow-up question. Are you married? To the game. No. <laughs> Good to know. Every time he looks away and looks back, my jaw is just a little more square. Peep them cheeks, boy. <laughs> Your boy got yams. A nose is slowly forming. In uh, Carissa's words, he got the wagon. Oh, no. <laughs> That's my girlfriend. Are you guys going through the uh, the ripple then? Yeah, I step through. Okay. Everybody else? Yep. I'm in. Okay. Uh, as you all go in, I ride my elk through there. Nice. You enter a large uh, central staging auditorium. So it's like a large stage that's surrounded by an audience um, for the theater peeps. Basically, it's like a black box theater. Dope. But way bigger. 
Um, this area is massive. Surrounding you are three shorter towered columns, still creating that triangle around you. But atop these are old humans wearing long blue robes that kind of drape off their columns. One has a long beard as white as his eyes and has a staff in his right hand. And it appears to be very flat at the top of his staff. The other has a well-trimmed white goatee and a sword at his side. And you see you guys all arrive in this area and they just appear to be like bickering back and forth. I, I go to the center of the stage. Is this where everybody is? Are they all on the stage or are they in the wings? You guys are all in the in the circle. It's You guys are basically in like a shaft hustle arena, but it's very small. Gotcha. I'll hustle your shaft. And they're on top of the corners where the triangle pieces would be. So there are basically two of them are around you. There's one, one post that has not had anybody on it yet. And the two of them are bickering back and forth. Ling Ling was actually the master uh, shaft hustler. No, you weren't. Fuck you. I won. No, Where is the boy? He, he got the right shaft immediately. Yeah, I guess you did. <laughs> Where is the boy? I'm not Pardon a boy! Me, Arbiter, for suggesting getting him a watch. We don't have time for this. <clears throat> I am Grand Arbiter Augustine the Fourth. And I am Leonis the Second. We are the Sova Column of the Azorius Senate. You are guilty of using Planeswalker magic within Precinct 2. How do you plead? I would like a specification, if I might, about uh, the qualification for using Planeswalker magic. You came from another plane, did you not? I did, but I did not cast the spell, nor did either of my compatriots. A god cast the spell, and we walked through. Roll a persuasion check. <laughs> I'm being persuaded if it counts for anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 18. Yeah, I don't even know magic. A god sent you here. Asmodeus. Do you know who this is, Endronon? I know nothing of what they speak. However, in the time I've been with them, they haven't attempted any harm of any of our citizens. We are knights. We, we, we have an oath to protect people. We're not, we're not dangerous to anyone who isn't bad. You see the other one kind of perks up. Are you not familiar with the laws of Azorius? I'm not. We did not even know we were coming here. We just kind of were told to go through a portal, and then we show up, and there's this sexy elephant person jumping over us. Quite a way to start a day, I will tell you. Planeswalker magic has prohibited here. This... Is Ravnica. Senators, if they are to be believed from what I've told, they're not from this realm. They've come from elsewhere. As it would appear, well, let us talk for a moment. Please be silent. And as you see, he says that he, they just kind of bicker back and forth. And you see a blue swirl starts to form at the top of one of them. And it starts to become a person. As it swirls in. Woo! Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, hey, I'm here now. Uh, shoot. Oh, we started. Okay. Uh, mm, wh what's up? What's what's the verdict? Did we uh, we decide already? I think they were leaning towards not guilty. Uh, okay. Um, he looks over at the other two, and one of them throws him a watch. Oh, yeah, that'll really help for next time. 
So I'm sorry I'm late, but what, what, what's the deal here? They used planeswalker magic. If I could interject, just quick, quick question. Didn't he just use planeswalker magic? Be wary. The fish likes to speak. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> my name's Jace. I'm a uh, part of the Senate, actually. Oh, nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you, too. What's your name? Uh, I'm Lo. Lovely to meet you. Um, is there anything wrong with Planeswalker magic? Yes. He looks at the other two for, like, uh, <laughs> approval. Y yes. Yes, there is. Um, we're not supposed to do it outside in the public, but we are allowed to do it if it's not in the public. And he kind of winks at you. I wink back. Uh, he looks like he realizes you winked at him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so this dude has, like, uh, black hair that's kind of, like, lifted off to the side. Um, he's kind of got, like, a really nice square jaw, and he's wearing, like, all blue. Um, really, really nice styled outfit. It's got, like a, like, a really light blue on top of it that's, like, runic all over him. He kind of has, like, a little bit of a cloak that kind of leans off. Senators, um, did you guys figure out exactly what's going to happen with these guys? Your punishment is to be in prison for 400 years. Yeah. Uh, uh, Augustine, how about I take them with me? I, you know how boring my work is. That's all I'm trying to say. Mm. Fine. Will you guide and supervise them, young Andronom? Whatever it is the Senate sees fit, I shall do. Very well. It will be Andronom and the new coming planeswalkers. Your first mission will be up to Jace Bellerin. Oh, cool. All right. He snaps his fingers and you guys immediately all disappear out of there. And you guys are in this like really messy room with library books everywhere. It's like a really nice uh, like pad, except everything is everywhere. It's very messy. He just has a lot of nice things. <laughs> hey, yeah, so hi, everybody. And he kind of sits down on like his knees. Uh, I'm a planeswalker. My name's Jace. Um, what are your names? I'm Ling Ling, and this is Barry Too White, my, my elk. Yeah, that, that thing's really big. Yeah. And you're really small. Yeah. But that's cool, I guess. I'm really strong, though. I would have rather you had it stay outside, but that's... No, that's fine. <laughs> well, you brought us here. You've got a really good point. Uh, what's your name, sir? I am Sir Sunaj the Brave. That's great. The that's a really order. nice name. Uh, uh, what's your name again? I'm sorry. You said it was uh, Lo? Yes. Yes, it is. Good memory. <laughs> An Andronom, right? Yes, sir. What is it you guys are here for? What I mean, why would you plane to walk to Ravnica? We literally just asked someone to help us find a friend who's missing who might be trapped inside something. And he told us to go through a portal and we ended up here. And then we got sentenced to 400 years in jail and you saved us. So thank you. I hand him a gold piece. What is that? It's a gold piece. A gold piece of what? C gold, I believe. He's Yeah, he's got it. That's weird. Smart and sexy. Isn't it weird that they... They must really be from somewhere else. From what I hear, there's no place like home. Huh. Yeah, we're from Arkansas. Make yourselves at home, I guess, for until I decide exactly what your guys' punishment. And he kind of gives you guys the finger, like the quotations. 
You know, the person that we're trying to save is very obnoxious. He drives us crazy. I can't think of a worse punishment than you actually reuniting us. From what I found, you are the obnoxious one. Roll me <laughs> a persuasion check. A tear goes down my cheek. <laughs> With disadvantage because he just said that. <laughs> Ling Ling 17. Goes to, Ling Ling goes to high five Tarmac and then kind of pulls his hand down. and. But to be fair, the, the walking fish is also quite obnoxious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you are you talking about me? Oh, oh, now we're calling me a fish. You're a liar. <laughs> you said we'd walk in there and then do our business and leave. We almost got stuck there for 400 years. How do you explain that? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, low, low. It's all right. It's all right. Um, you guys are not going to be there for 400 years. Uh, based on your guys' appearance, you won't last that long. So this is kind of why I wanted to talk to you guys and private about this you said you're looking for a friend yes yeah okay why'd you come here well we were sent here by meta who didn't kill my parents he did not kill his parents is that part of his title sunaj <laughs> yes. am i a knight now i got introduced as a knight in in the meeting i don't know if that was just oh we're all knights but not actually all knights like i, I don't i'm i'm you know I'd like to be a knight, but if if not, I, I was just wondering. We have no to confer. Reason. We haven't decided that there's like an I'm age so range for I it. I shouldn't have said anything. Well, we'll have to do a ceremony to make it official, but we'll. Oh, we'll just no, say don't you bother yourselves. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> a silly question. No, it's fine. Uh, anyways, it's fun. where is Gorum? You guys are knights? We, uh, yes. Like of the Boros Legion or the... No, from where we're from. They're from the New Order. They're, they're heroes of Arkansas. Heroes? Yes. yes. I, I'm, I'm... So you can take care of yourself. Yes. Let's... We may not look it, but we fought many people. Oh, and you definitely seduced, don't look it. Seduced many people. I give, uh, I give, uh, the elephant a wink. <laughs> and they also never know when to give up. They're very perseverant, which is another great quality, but sometimes it means that they miss obvious signs, like maybe someone's not interested or something. Andronam blinks at you vigorously. Pregnant pause there. I don't understand. I can see there's a lot of tension in this room right now. Is there? Yeah. Andronam takes a seat and just spins his tusk ring while listening to Jace. Is this tusk ring like... It's it's not a fidget spinner, fidget if that's spinner. what you're asking. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. It rotates in place. Oh, oh, fuck. I just got it. Elephant in the room. He's not into me. <laughs> so you guys, you, you guys think your friend's here? Uh, we've been led to believe that, yes. He looked at a card. A card of many things. And it... I think that's what it's called. And he, and he took us... And he, No, he disappeared. His soul disappeared and we're trying to find it yeah his body's still back home though we got and a bartender it would be, watching it would mean a lot if you were able to get him back to us he's supposed to be able to help save my city so you're just looking for a spirit yes oh that should be easy if you're just looking for a spirit i know where a lot of spirits go the orzhov are fairly keen to spirits they really are yeah the question is whether or not they're on this plane or not. I will say, I still have to give you guys a punishment. If I don't, then you guys are screwed um, because you guys will end up serving 400 years. So I'll give you something really easy. You can tabletop us all. That would be hilarious, but I really don't think I should do that as part of the Senate right now. I get off my hands and knees. 
Sir, I'm confused as to this table top. Allow us to show you. Uh, I'm going to go and get on hands and knees behind him. I'm already sitting down. (laughs) I push. And Ling Ling's going (laughs) to... I push a Rendon on. Guys, I was sitting. This isn't fair. I specifically said that. You guys put like a like your hands on him and like shove him, but it doesn't do anything because he's already sitting. I'm just behind his chair. Um, I just want to put a few gold pieces into his back pocket. The easiest job that I can give you that might actually help you if you're looking for spirits or souls. Yes. Are you guys? You guys said you can take care of yourselves. Hell yes. Because I can get you somewhere. But I cannot promise that you're going to make it to that exact place. I can get you somewhere that might get you there. But I can't take you guys there as a planeswalker. I can only planeswalk myself. As if you guys are planeswalkers, you understand that. But I don't understand why you wouldn't planeswalk yourselves there unless you couldn't. And you see him, he's just thinking about like several different things and he's like writing stuff in the air with his like mind. Ravnik and quick maths. Yeah. It's like that meme of the girl, uh, the woman who's just like looking around. There's all the things around her. Exactly so, except you see it's writing, but he's not writing it. He's actually just looking and you see it's like creating formulas. Can I wait for the exact moment when he has, when he like makes the realization, I want a minor illusion, a light bulb above his head? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Um, he immediately, like, eventually he gets it. Ah. And the light bulb above his head. Okay. I saw the light bulb. I can get you guys to somebody, but you cannot tell them you're from me. <laughs> right? Okay. Okay. So, uh, this is also something that might get you killed, possibly, but, and probably only like a 15% chance that you'll actually get what you want. But your odds right now? So there's a chance. Yeah. From what I hear, it's better than nothing. And, and, and Sexy Elephant Man has to come with us, right? Oh, yeah. I think he's forced to, unfortunately. Oh, that raises our chances. I'm more of a prisoner than the prisoners. I'm I'm sorry, Endronom. I'll get you out of this somehow, man. Wow, Endronom. That was surprisingly deep. I was not expecting that from you. I really start contemplating the prison system and all the flaws that are held within. (laughs) Ah, yes. Similar to that place of fantasy. What was it? Ah, America. Oh, I've been there. Oh, you mean the restaurant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good burgers. I've been there. Yep. What's a burger? Yes, I don't don't know what that is. Ah, you really don't want to know, man. Um, so I can get you guys to Precinct 4... But after that, you're on your own, right? If you go through, uh, and actually Endronom can show you once you get there, but if you go through the Nivix Tower, and I know before you get angry, Endronom, I know it's not a place that you really want to go because it's very dangerous. I know you've been there and you've gotten into several fights. But if you go through, you'll find a laboratory, right? If you make enough noise in that laboratory... You may get the attention of somebody who can help you. Is there a name to go along with the face? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, his name's Ral. You want us to go see that man? I don't want you to, and I would forbid it. You know, I absolutely could never suggest you guys go to a place like that. Except as a punishment. 
as except as a punishment to for uh, sanitation to clean up the laboratory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys have to clean up the labs. He winks at Endronom. I also wink at Endronom. I blink. <laughs> ah, as to wink at them both simultaneously. One for each. I think he understands. Yeah. So you guys all understand. Yeah, so we're going to go get punished by Indranom. <laughs> I <laughs> laboratory. Uh you got uh san- sanitation. Time out. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> sanitation. Yes. You guys will be uh doing sanitation work, right? So, you guys go do sanitation, clean up the lab for them, make a bunch of noise. And maybe you'll get Ral's attention. That's Ral's lab that I'm going to send you to. So if you piss him off enough, he might help you out. Ravnica. It's a weird thing we do here in Ravnica. Sadly, what, he is in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By pissing them off? Um, well, I'm going to fit in great here. If you think ill of Master Jace... You will not fare well with Ral. Before I get you guys to go, I'm going to do a little bit of uh, scrying so that I can sort of warm myself up. Do you have anything that your friend had that I can maybe like use to sort of help you kind of target that person? I pull out the helmet that he wore. Oh, this is kind of cool. He kind of puts it on, like runs around the room with it. Oh, that's you look good. Thanks, man. What do you think, Endronom? No. All right. You're right. Yeah, it's not playtime. He kind of takes it off. All right. And you see his eyes immediately go white. Runes fly around his eyeball. And then you see projection just shooting out. Okay. In this projection, you're starting to see him go through several different areas at once. You're seeing, like, it's almost like a... All around him are several different areas, and it's almost just spiraling. So if you look at it for too long, you realize you're not looking at the same thing. And if you blink, you miss it. Uh, His eyes turn back. I think I got it. I think your friend might be... And he pulls out a map. Here. And he points to a picture. Oh, you guys don't know where this is. Andronum. He points to a map of Innistrad. I know you've never been there. And right now it's going through hell. But I got to tell you, I think he's here. It's the only place that I could imagine with some type of area of souls. Whatever you think, we will go. It feels like some, maybe a cavern. It would make sense that he's there. I don't know. He's got to be trapped in something, but you know what lies there. You guys are going to have to be really, really careful if you go there. All right, you guys ready? Um, yeah, let's go. Well, with, with that introduction, I can't see why not. Let's, let's go. Y- yes. Andronam, you ready? As I will be. Fantastic. I reach out to, to Indranam to hold his hand. Right before he, you, he sees that, snaps. You are teleported to this dark, large lab. 
you can see several computers are surrounded by electricity just sparking off. And inside are two goblins shoving each other around back and forth. And they appear to be pretty pissed off until they see all of you. Ow, what the fuck? Hello? What? Yes. And then you see them immediately start talking in, in goblin to each other. Um, excuse you. Excuse, excuse me. Is, is Ral here? Lingling, I need you to roll a uh, charisma saving throw. 21. You can see that both of these goblins are... Uh, one of them's a very cute goblin. Um, but you can definitely tell that uh, she's taken. She's spoken for. And they kind of are pushing each other around. Uh, in Ling Ling's head, I want to say, is there a reason you're rock hard right now? Do you see that goblin? Uh, She's freaking hot, man. Uh, for a girl. On that subject, uh, I don't think the seducing thing is going to work. You think I should keep at it or she think it's just switch tactics? Well, what else do you got? That's a fair point. Okay. <laughs> Keep at it. One of the, the goblins come over too low. Who are you looking for? Ral. Ral, have you heard of him? I only just heard oh, of him. Oh, and he kind of like walks away. Hey, excuse you. He's just kind of like waddling back and forth. They're looking for Ral. Little ones. Oh, yes. That's a good idea. Um, they're kind of just talking back and forth. Excuse we'll me. bring you, Ral. Thank you. That went better than I planned. Yeah. I try to hand him a gold piece. I uh, walks right past you, just wobbling back and forth. Your money is no good here. What do you use for money? I've got to hand it out. The goblin keeps going and goes off into this like dark area, and then maybe two, three minutes pass, and you see like four other goblins start coming in. Rail's coming. Excellent. I'll tell you now, it doesn't take this many goblins for Rail to show. What do you think we should do, big man? You see three more come in. So now there are nine in total. He's coming. Don't worry. If one more goblin comes in this room. Another one comes in. Break through. He's had to break stuff, right? They all start pulling out daggers. He didn't specify items or goblins. Oh, he's coming. Don't worry. Ling Ling's going to jump in the air. All right. Roll initiative, everybody. <laughs> what a classic way to begin a fight. Ling Ling jumps. 15. Entronom. 17. Ling Ling. 22. Sunash. 21. Ling Ling, you are up first. What would you like to do? As they're all, they're all kind of coming toward you guys each. Well, I jumped in the air, so I am. Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, yeah. I'm coming down on them. Okay. Hard. Literally. Uh, go ahead and roll a d6. A one. Can I, can I get a relative distance to these goblins from where we are? Maybe 10, 15 feet. Okay. Pretty close. So you're jumping up. You've already jumped. Um, so what are you doing first? You're just coming down with your attack? Yep. Coming down swanging. Does a 17 hit? 17 hits, yes. Okay. So I, I have a hold of my spear. It's not flying right now. It's going to be nine damage. Okay. So you are coming down on that one. You are going to kill it. Yeah, so I'm coming down with my spear, and uh, I'm just shoving it right through his head, down straight through his body. And you pin him into the ground. That's all I'm going to do for now. All right. It is their turn. Holy shit. With a 22 initiative. A 22? Yeah. Fuck me. 
They're little boys. They quick. They is quick. So this one uh, is going to run up to Ling Ling, try and attack you with a scimitar. A 19 is going to hit. You are taking six points of damage. Okay. So this thing runs up and it slices up at you as it sees that you just stabbed through one of its fellow friends and slices you right across the chest. At which point ends its turn. Sunaj, it is your turn. Okay, uh, I'm actually going to pull out one of Lyga's wands to cast my spell, uh, and I'm going to wrap myself in a wisp of white energy, and three duplicates of me appear around me. I'm casting Mirror Image, uh, and I'm just going to pretty much stand in place. All right, so you got the Shadow Clone Jutsu going on. Oh, yeah. One of them is going to go and try and attack you. Uh, they hit a duplicate. Okay, cool. Uh, if I hit, of course. Which I'm going to. If they do any damage, it's destroyed. Okay, so runs up and slices into it and just keeps dagging into it like it's uh, it's killing this thing really um, well. To be clear, the duplicates, for your purposes, have an AC of 13. Okay. Another goblin is going to run up and attack another one of them. Um, it's going to hit. Is it a duplicate again? Yeah. Um, so more damage to the duplicate. Stabs another one. Um, just jumps on it. And then it is Endronom. What would you like to do? I would like to move forward to the nearest goblin. And as I draw my longsword, I want to bear down on it with my full weight. Okay. Nat 20. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my right. God. <laughs> You're hitting him. Go ahead. Uh, give me some damage. 11. Finish this dude. <laughs> with the full weight of my slash I slice the goblin in half and then step on his upper half to assert dominance to the surviving goblins just squish his ass uh, go ahead and roll an intimidation with advantage yes 12 it's a good thing you had that advantage isn't it I've rolled very bad both times <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they don't appear to be uh, afraid yet I didn't think so. I see this, and I just want to, uh, in Ling Ling's head, say, okay, yeah, we're definitely back to the seduce uh, plan. All right. Just just so we're clear. Uh, is that all you're doing for your turn? Or are you going for another? How far away are they? From? Are there enough? Like Ten feet. Ten feet? Yeah. Uh, no, that's it. I'll hang out. Princess Lowe, it's your turn. Excellent. I would like to charge the nearest goblin with my Warhammer extended. Um, then I'm going to cast Inflict Wounds, um, which is a one-level spell. I got 28 damage, and 11 of those is bludgeoning, and the rest is necrotic. I'm not a DM, but I would think that this goblin has been slain. You absolutely destroy that one. So go ahead and explain how you destroy it. All right. So I am, I am completely in shock. Uh, I haven't been with this party long, but I do know one thing. When Ling Ling jumps, something's about to go off. So I see Ling Ling sail above me through the air. And as he lands and pins, uh, I charge up fully intent of destroying. But I notice how impressive everyone else is on this team. And I know I need to bring my A game. I send up a silent prayer to Cord, infuse my hammer with holy energy, and use it like a croquet mallet to smash the front goblin into a rolling pitch into the other goblins. 
Hopefully I sent the other ball flying. It absolutely does so, and it rolls into another goblin. Excellent. I step on the goblin's head, and I line it up with another head of a goblin, and then I thwack it with the mallet and try to send it like out of the arena. Croquet. <laughs> no, that was, that was my finishing move. <laughs> okay. It'd be way cooler if you hit another goblin so with you, a goblin's head. You killed the first one for sure. Does that become a ranged attack? I would say so, yeah. Why not? Uh, yeah, so do do I... Am I able to injure any of the others? I will say yes. Um, you kind of hit... I'll say you hit one other one. Um, it's not dead, though. Um, but you definitely hit it and you take some damage. There we go, boys. I'm in the party. I'm really trying to build up my resume so I can be a knight. If too. that's what you want to call it. Yeah, I want to be a knight while we're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, well, you brought I, it up. I don't know. <laughs> Are there any more applications? I mean, I don't know if I already classify as a knight, but from like Ravnica, I'm not sure. All I know is I want that shit. Two of them come over to Ling Ling, and they're going to try and attack you. Both are actually going to hit. I rolled a 17 and 18 on the die. For, uh, 21. Oh, God. So you're taking, you're taking uh, eight points of damage. Two of them with scimitars run up and slice at Ling Ling's arms, realizing that they're only able to get a little cut in on him because he's fucking ripped. Homeboy thick. <laughs> and then another one is going to go over toward Sunaj. Ling Ling, small but swole. And he's going to hit Sunaj. Do you for... roll for my duplicate? Oh, you're right. Go ahead. Um, You have to roll for your duplicate. <laughs> he hits me. Nice. <laughs> Didn't matter. So he does eight damage to you. So he runs up and he slices across your arm. Uh, this one you actually feel a little bit. He put in some extra effort for that one. Ling Ling, it is your turn. I'm going to swing on one of them that just hit me. Looky here, you little thought. I'm going to toss my spear into the air and then swing on them. Spear goes flying. Um, I'm going to hit five damage. Ling Ling, finish one. I basically throw my spear up, and it does like a circle around and just slices through the neck of the one. Nice. And then I am going to attack the other one. Nat 20. Ling Ling, finish this next one. <laughs> There's no way you cannot finish it. Yep. <laughs> Literally. So uh, the spear just keeps going and slices the other goblin's head off, and then it flies back to me, and I grab it and do a little pose and say to Sunaj through my head, like, did you see that? That was freaking sweet. That was very sweet. I'm in a considerable amount of pain over here. I got a cut on my arm. Did you see that? I will be torn asunder soon. <laughs> the fact that I'm standing is a miracle. Edgerdom just thinks to himself how weird it is that he always sees these two staring at each other. <laughs> they have a thing. They have a thing. Just happen to notice it out of the corner of my eye while I'm deflecting a bombardment of goblin attacks. Do you? I need you to roll a perception check to see if you do. Fitting? Oh, you definitely do. Does he also see our best friend, Ziri? <laughs> he does. As I notice the twinkle of gold in my eye. <laughs> Sunaj, it is your turn. How many goblins are within a 20-foot radius of me? All five goblins are in within range of that. Okay, I want to look down at the goblin that cut me and say, this attempt on my life deserves vengeance, the likes of which you cannot imagine. You will regret this decision. 
and then I'm going to cast uh, Fireball from my new wand on myself, and then use Sorcery Points to protect me and uh, any of the others that are around me. Go ahead and roll your damage. 27 damage. Okay. Finish all of these goblins that are in the room, as well as the computers. <laughs> okay. Uh, after I look down at this goblin and threaten him because he's uh, attempted to murder me, I want to kind of put my wand right into his chest. He gave you a paper cut. He fucking tried to kill me. He made an attempt on my life. I stick my wand into his nose and cast fireball from inside his head. It explodes the fire from his brain and his bone matter is like shrapnel slicing through all these other goblins. Beautiful. Um, It also destroys some of the computers in there, making a shit ton of noise. And you hear a shit ton of goblins in the distance. We've done well this time, but I don't know how we'll do against many more. It may be best to leave. Not until we've met Ral. I didn't just kill a bunch of goblins so we could leave without finding the one person that might be able to help me find the person that's going to help me save my city. Oh, this is so convoluted. Fair enough. To be fair, you killed the least goblins. What, what does that have to do with anything? You see, the areas that lead into this this large laboratory, you see about 15 others start coming in from different areas. And they all start running in and surrounding you. Are we still on initiative? You are still in initiative. It's not my turn anymore. It's mine. <laughs> it would be Endronom's turn. Um, the moment that you see them, what do you do? Are we surrounded? You are absolutely surrounded. There's like 30 goblins. Oh, there's 30 now? What happened to 15 two seconds ago? 15 from two different angles. Oh, oh 15 times two. Quick math. Okay. You see them all come in. You hear a lot of like the explosions coming from the different computers and everything and all the different technological areas. And you see somebody in the like you can kind of see a little figure on the opposite end of these goblins. Can I roll perception? Yes, you can. Everybody can roll perception. 15. 14. We'll just go with my passive. 15. Everybody sees this guy with uh, white hair kind of come in, walking behind all of these goblins. You see a little bit of lightning, almost like the like in Mortal Kombat when you see Raiden's little eye, like the lightning kind of shoot from his eyes. And then you see black, like a black streak right in the front of his hair. But everything else is white. You see him walk in. He's wearing kind of like a nice tunic that kind of points at the shoulders. And then on the center, he has like this orb that kind of comes right. It kind of peeks out of his like chest. And he's strapped up with like a bunch of different like belts, it looks like. He's carrying like a large circular, uh, looks like orbs of something. And on his back is some type of mechanical device that has lightning all around him. And his his... His breeches are basically all torn at the bottom, so it's just like floating as they kind of walk toward you, and he's just wearing boots underneath that. Here we are. Lord Ral. What the hell are you guys doing in here? Well, we need your help! So you destroy my lab, is what you're... Yeah, no, that's... Well, they wouldn't get you unless we did! That's fucking cool, man! 
Thanks. I I thought you'd be mad, but I I like that you think it's cool. What do you want from us? We want to get to the soul. I look at Indoron. What's your name? Nom. I look at Indranom. We're trying to get to the soul. Can't 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 cantankerous. The cavern of cavern. souls. The cavern of souls. We're told you could get us there. Maybe you should talk for these guys because they're fucking idiots. Yes, Lord Rao. I know. So you're trying you're trying to get to what? Innistrad? That is correct. Huh. That could be cool. I would like <laughs> turn to the other guys and tell them, well, other uh, party members, and tell them this is not going to end well. No, no, goblins. Fuck off. These ones are mine. And he kind of like shoos them away. And you see they do not want to leave. And he starts basically just looking at them. And you see lightning start shooting out of his hands. Fucking go! And they just all run off. I like this version of Rao. <laughs> okay. I have an idea that might be fun that will help me. Am Don't I... talk. Okay. Andronam. Yes, Lord Rao. That's your name, right? Yes. Yeah. Cool. I'm Ling Ling. I don't give a shit what your name is, kid. All right. I'm not a kid. Shut up. All right. So I have this cool idea for myself that's going to be beneficial for me. Might help you out. That's a possibility. You guys need to get to Innistrad. I need to test out my new experiment. You going to tell us what it is? No. Oh. I'm going to show you. Because you're going to go through this thing no matter what. No matter what you guys say, you are in my lab. You destroyed my lab. Now you guys have to you guys have to do something for me. You might as well do this. Will Barry Too White fit through it? Who the fuck is Barry Too White? That's my buddy, the, the elk. Why the fuck is he named Barry Too White? He's a fucking brown elk. Well, his full name is Barry Too White. Barry. I don't fucking care. I don't want to hear from I asked him. Well, because he was a bear. I really didn't actually want an answer from you either. I'll be completely well, honest. you shouldn't have asked. Okay. This giant <clears throat> snail was a bear too. His name's Snail. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he I'm goes willing, over to I'm like the... I'm willing to do the weird experiment thing if you give me the backpack. I want your backpack. I could have sworn Lord Rallis told you not to speak anymore. Yeah, shut up, Princess Lowe. No, you too. No, yeah. Ralph, yeah, shut give up. Me a backpack. Oh, me? All of you can just shut the hell up and uh, just wait a minute, okay? Good. You're doing great. All right. Uh, he kind of turns around and goes over toward like the the computer and starts pulling a bunch of levers. Fuck, man. You guys really fucked this stupid shit up. And he starts creating uh, th lightning through these things and basically bringing them back to life. This is so stupid. You guys start to see things start to spin around in this room. Dead bodies, everything is starting to spin around you and just whirl in circles. Up in the air, you see it's creating almost this tornado effect. And you see lightning striking through. As it goes back and forth. And you guys are all in the center of this room. And he's just kind of looking over. And he kind of puts his goggles on. And he's staring off. 
you see smoke starts to appear from this wind and turns black, and all you can see is lightning shooting through it. <laughs> Woo! Okay, here it comes, here it comes, this is the best part. And you see he's watching as this is all happening, and he raises his hands, and you see lightning shoot out from his hands and into this, this area, and you guys start to see, in the blink of an eye, you start to see you're in a different place. You can see the ground around you, and you see these, these quadrahedrons start to rise up. And they start to move around, and you see they start coming toward you the moment that you arrive in this area. And they start to sprout weapons and blades all around them coming toward you. And in the blink of an eye, it disappears. You're somewhere else. You're now in a city. Beautiful city. Has statues all over of these large heroes. These great, great heroes wearing togas. And you can see several people are walking by. They don't appear to notice you. And you blink again. You're somewhere else. When you open your eyes again, you see you are in this extremely desolate land. As you look around, you see the crops have all but died. You see the moon in the sky is blood red. You see you're in this very, very... You're in this wooden village. Everything is wooden, basically, here. Except for a few stone... Looks like maybe churches? Cathedrals, maybe? And as you sort of look around, you see people are running. You see people are eating people. Wolves, it looks like, are eating other people. And other humans look like they're eating other people. And as you look up, you can see two people making their way toward you. To be continued. Now we can talk. <laughs> oh, okay. We're allowed wow. to talk now. So, I mean, we're definitely in Innistrad. And these are werewolves and vampires. They're eating people. Yeah, that's what they do. Yes, that is what they do. Thoughts going through all of this. Do you know what other planes you went to? Uh, no. Well, the quadrahedron plane, wasn't that the city that we were in before? Because there was that tower with the quadrahedron on it. I um, think that, would that have been, would that have been Zendikar? That was Zendikar. Yeah, you guys I knew to. that one, yeah. So it wasn't the, the city that you were in. No, I, I missed part of the middle one because I was trying to figure out what invention we were using to to do this a possibility possibility storm. storm yeah okay it's one of the only ways you can send people to another plane because planeswalkers so basically <laughs> here's a little bit of magic lore you're not able to go through 
planes and bring other people after the mending of planeswalkers. That was a big thing for like the actual sets, and that became a real thing through canon stuff. So planeswalkers can't just take people through other planes anymore. It's interesting that we go in waves, but I'm in a. I kind of came off goofy this session. Yeah. And horny. I mean, that's what happens when you put a strong, uh, a strong male figure in front of me. Yeah, that's fair. Lingling's strong. Yeah, Aaron is really baiting like a you child at that point. To me. What? <laughs> I, Aaron's definitely baiting Chris every time he like takes a really strong male character and just dangles him in front of Sunaj. Yep. And and his character. Um, how does that make? How does that make Roger feel? That's a good question. Roger, I was. You're just a piece of meat to Aaron. To be fair, I am eight foot four hundred pounds. Um, I am in fact a large piece of meat. A big meat. That's right. Yeah, uh, I have the biggest meat. His character is probably the closest character to how I've imagined Salem that we've encountered so far. Heritar is close. But uh, isn't Rekos pretty close? I didn't of, mean to have such really. a you know deep and sexy voice. It just happened. You can't blame yourself for that. My commanding <laughs> presence and the the voice that I put on my character and the way he carries himself is not my fault. You're not responsible for all the choices you made in character building at all. <laughs> yeah, not at all. <laughs> to be no. fair, I had no idea what any of you guys were playing, so I just did what I wanted. <laughs> that sounds like a you problem, though. You and then listen. you had to change yeah. it the day before. Nobody so needed to know that part. The sexiest creature on earth. I mean, I his it. his look stayed the same, but uh, you know them them docile tones. I feel like he was a bit chunkier before you changed him, though. Oh, yeah. Boy was chunky. Now he's thick. You got to use Fireball. I always love it when you use Fireball, and I love it when it doesn't kill me. It's very satisfying. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean... Liga tried it once, and it, it hurt people. Like, What's the point of having sorcery points? You're not going to use it so you can cast Fireball on yourself without time. That's, that's I have, maybe the number one reason. I was completely unaware you could do that with sorcery points, but seems like a very handy use. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a shit ton you can do with sorcery points. As a How sorcerer many myself, can you have? It goes up by level. Uh, so when I I just leveled up the, I just leveled up my sorcerer, so I've got five right now, and it only takes one okay. for me to uh to protect people up to my charisma modifier from a spell I cast. Uh, and that's that's five. Oh, oh, so you can protect multiple people with one sorcery point yeah so i could cast i don't have oh, the spell super, slots to do it that's yeah i don't have the spell slots to do it but i could cast use of a sorcery point hell yeah so what is one thing that dietrich liked that princess Lo did i like that Pris- well one i'm a little disappointed princess Lo didn't get to go in to and in- do like a full-on shakespeare uh <laughs> presentation on the in the round that would have been epic uh but I, i'll take the <laughs> kind of uh random I, okay i'm gonna start over this is like way too many ums it's driving me absolutely nuts i was disappointed she didn't get to perform shakespeare in the round but i was very excited that she got to show a little bit of her hand and then immediately recoil as far as wanting to be a knight i thought that was a lot of fun what is one thing that chris liked that sunaj did uh 
you know me and you know I'm not usually very combat oriented in terms of what interests me when I'm when I'm role playing, but I really, really liked the fireball up the nose thing. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I just thought about it in the moment. It was that felt really cool. That Pretty solid. Really and then the shrapnel from the bones. That mm-hmm. was, that was yeah, like, a, like a mind grenade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is one thing that Thomas liked that Ling Ling did? Just that, I mean, he's done it multiple times before, but um, the uh, Ling Ling jumps in the air, roll for initiative. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Yeah. As soon as he jumped, I was like, ah, damn it. Y'all knew you were about to And fight. then I rolled the highest initiative I've ever rolled, so that that was cool too it's always funny when you jump in the air and then you're the last one to go yeah just you just float up there for a minute you tied with one goblin <laughs> got that hang time yeah the the goblins had crazy high initiative too which which made it fun just to have them at different initiative but it had to be a nightmare dming that how was that it wasn't too bad there's this there's this app called the 5e companion app if you guys want to check it out it's mostly free unless you really want to take away ads from like when you're leveling up but it's really not a big deal there's so many perks to having this app and you can create encounters and you can basically just click next in the initiative and it takes you there yeah uh, i want to specify this is not sponsored uh but we just absolutely love this app i mean even in terms of monsters like i love monsters uh, you can go through, look at all the monsters. You can create your own monsters. You can even copy monsters and edit their stats to create your own custom based off the monsters. That's one of the things that I'm really into with the app. Yeah, it's, it's outstanding. I highly, highly recommend. It's very good. Yeah, I, I literally I just, just showed Roger it. Yeah. I just opened it up today and started checking it out. It's, it's good. pretty sweet. You create your own characters, and it basically does all the math for you, and you have all the different types of feats. It goes all the way up until uh, Wildemount in And if you want to learn books. more about 5e Companion App, you can go to our second podcast, which is just a 5e Companion App fan account, <laughs> where we kind of go through all the uses and um, what we're going to be doing with our our app's next episode. When you started, um, I thought this was legit, and now I'm really disappointed. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's really good, though. For uh, real. Uh, Highly recommend. It, it sounds amazing. If you're uh, to help you find it, if you have trouble finding it with just that, the the people who make it are listed as Vladimir Palmstein. Bless you. Accurate. Thank you. Those guys, are, the, that's dope. That's a dope name. Now, before so, we get into Did you the... guys think we could honestly take on the 30 goblins? Because I was kind of excited for that encounter. I was like, you know what? We, Let's give it a shot. Let's one fireball, 30 dead goblins. I saw no problems. You know it. Yeah, I especially, was ready for it. Especially when you can cast it on yourself. That, like, yeah. When you don't have to worry about hurting people, it's super useful. That's It was good. It's usually the main drawback from fireball. AoEs are amazing we against goblins. I, yeah, I also have um, you know, some ways to deal with goblins. True, true. I was surprised. So Ling Ling. I was surprised Ling Ling didn't try to seduce it. <laughs> I thought about it. He almost got seduced I, yeah. by one. <laughs> when he says ways to deal with goblins, he means his bed chambers. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, that's exactly what I meant when I said that. <laughs> that's his AOE effect. Um, so before we uh, before we get in any further, what is one thing that Roger liked that Endronom did? It was uh, inadvertent, and I didn't realize it until we finished and started to talk about it. But I guess. Uh, Nobody knows what I'm playing outside of my race, so um, I think that accidentally ties in well to my backstory and what my character uh, is doing and his intentions and and why he is so close with the party. Uh, Or, you know, I wouldn't say so close. We're not best friends, but 
I mean, I don't want them dead or anything. You're also with them. I, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm forcibly, uh, you know, attached to them for the foreseeable future. So it helps that uh, they're all right sometimes. Yeah. I didn't do anything necessarily uh, extraordinary, but that fits very well with um, my character. I agree. I, I thought it was interesting that uh, you, when I made my advances towards you, uh, not, not only did you normally not laugh, you, you played it. 100% serious. You did not let it phase yeah. you even a little bit. And normally I trip people up with that. That's like a go-to of mine. I've been but acting you... gay for years. You can't. <laughs> acting? <laughs> true. You, you can't. You can't phase acting. me. You see, the way that the army works is every Thursday is man love Thursday. So nighty night, keep your butthole tight. You kissed me when you got here. I mean, that was for us to know. But uh, acting. Though that was a facade as well. Whoa. Did he say no homo he, after the anal sex you guys had earlier? Little, little <laughs> no. known fact about myself. I was uh, once a theater we nerd were, as well. I didn't know that. I could see it. I did. Uh, the, I was the Jack Skellington in The Nightmare strong, Before Christmas. Uh, around this table. That's fucking cool. And uh, I don't remember. What other one did we do in middle school? Were you in that one? It was like me, Sydney, Asia. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember what play that was, to be honest. It was so long ago. God, probably. Brighton Beach Memoirs. There we go. I remembered. I did one more in high school as well. Uh, I kind of stopped doing it as much, but it's it's fun. That's why I like D&D. It's really a chance to get back into it. I it's love fantasy. Playing. I love magic. I oh, love yeah. killing things. Yes, it's really cool that you actually got to be their saga character for Ravnica. Yeah, no, nah, that's the only uh, saga I want to be in. <laughs> Our world is like really fun, yeah. but like you get to experience Ravnica, which you already know a little bit about, yep. so it's really cool to to be that saga character for that. It's really cool to have you as that. Um, that is going to conclude our episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we are out. That is it for this week's episode, everyone. Thank you for listening. A few quick things. Our intro and outro song, Cruising in Neutral, is courtesy of a local Wisconsin pop-punk easy-core band, Common Threads. If you like that, check them out on Spotify and iTunes. Like and follow them on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash commonthreadswi. And their Twitter handle is at cthreadswi. We have Patreon content up, and for just $5 a month, you can become a hero of Grigon and gain access to Gorham's Gemspiration, Daddy Salem's Bedtime Stories, Detective Ling, and get early access to videos of DM's Guide to Creation, where Chris and I will build everything a DM builds and more. Message us on Twitter or at us at Half Class Pod and tell us what you thought of the episode, and we will shout you out personally. Hell, we'll even do it in your favorite character voice. Thanks again, everyone. We are out. Much love. <laughs>